0: Welcome to the Sell or Die Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gittimer. And I'm your host, Jen Gittimer. Well, in this podcast, we're going to help you attract more qualified, unbelievable, ready-to-buy clients. We're going to help you build loyal relationships. And the one thing you're hoping for, close more deals. Let's get into it. It's time to sell or die. Kristen, I want you to introduce yourself to our diehards.
1: Okay, hi, I'm Kirsten Klug, and I developed an educational program called Healthy and Fun Choices, and I'm wondering how many people here have died and come back to life?
0: Excellent. Okay, that's perfect. And now you're in a speech where, think about this, diehards, this is a woman who's been through, uh, she didn't stop there, but she's been through hell, and (laughs) somehow managed to get back to earth, although I'm not so certain that they're not on the same highway. (laughs) We can discuss that at a later date. But in the meantime, here's a woman who has literally overcome life's blocks and now is hanging out and wants to talk. And I've recommended to her that she goes to Rotary Clubs and Kiwanis Clubs and Optimist Clubs and give talks. You can give them for free. You eat a free lunch. Uh And someone in the audience will hire you to come back to their company. Okay. My first talk in Charlotte... Was what we've learned from our children. Okay, and I had a whole big list of things about positive attitudes and resilience and um, all, all the things that happen uh, with a kid. Had a handout uh-huh. and I had a letter from my from my daughter that I read at the end, which is sort of a crier. Uh-huh. But twenty minute speech. Uh-huh. Someone always hired me to come to their company for five hundred bucks or a thousand bucks to give a talk.
1: Okay. Okay. Always. Awesome.
0: Always, always. And always. so, okay. and so you Die Hard, if you are wanting to make a speech somewhere, figure out what your emotional trigger is, or mm-hmm. figure out what your value statement is. Okay, like Kirsten is, how many of you have died and come back to life? Now, who the hell in the audience is not going to pay attention to that, whatever the next sentence is. And mm-hmm. so you have to decide my, I have several opening lines, but let, let's concentrate on Kirsten for the moment. She's wanting to get back into a money zone because she's been in one. But as you know, all the shit that's happened to her accidents and divorces and all the other things that happen in life, (laughs) but her attitude is great. And her yoga is better than her attitude. So now (laughs) The yoga mode. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but I don't think that people look at you and go, oh, you must be a yoga teacher.
1: No, no, they don't. No.
0: What do they think when you're in front of that class? When I'm in front of the class, Kristen is a, is a teacher, a yoga mm-hmm. instructor. Yeah. What are your What do your students ask you?
1: Well, at the end, the students say they've had so much fun; it was the best class they've ever taken in their life. Cool. And in the beginning, they don't really say a whole lot. They don't like come up to me and say, "Oh, I'm a, you know what I mean? Like, "Oh, cool," yeah. you know what I mean? I'm yes. I'm fit, but I'm not like you know, Smelt. perfect body, and I have yeah. a fake leg, but you can't tell. So I can't do all the poses when I'm going through everything, but I can kind of do it and I can get people there. And I think that's the most important part. And I have a really good way with my words, but I didn't have that five years ago, you know? So I had to relearn how to walk and talk and everything. So um, think about
0: this. So halfway through your speech at the Rotary Clubs, mm -hmm. you're going to say, well, how many of you have a fake leg? And you raise (laughs) your hand. Let's see, there's me. So, you haven't <laughs> died yet and you don't have a fake like, what kind of life have you had? <laughs> I mean, think about the humor that's involved in that and think about the, the reality of that. And you just tell people casually, you know, I, I go to companies and I help them see themselves as they really are yes. and get through life with with some kind of a yoga pose that relaxes yeah. them, makes them better uh, productively, gives them a better mindset and makes yeah. them feel better about their job and their work. Yeah. And if you haven't died and you don't have a fake leg, you certainly can't be as, as in the same condition <laughs> as I am, but I can help you through that no matter what condition you're in.
1: Yeah. And it's true. I was, I mean, it actually correlates with what I did for all the clients I did. I worked with, yeah. you know, I had one client who was too early. This is like 1998, too early with electric vehicles. He wanted to bring electric vehicles to the streets. So I developed an educational program, which is right here. And he went out and educated the electric vehicle, or not the electric, the auto industry. I said, you got to go to the auto industry and help them understand why we need yep. electric vehicles on the streets. And so it became this educational piece. That's the advanced customer connections that I talk about is if we educate people, then they can educate other people. And so that's why we got electric vehicles on the streets. So that so was, you that actually was just teach
0: one. people. <laughs> you actually teach people to teach people. Correct. And that's a huge element in corporate America, and that should be part of your 20-minute speech as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. Got it? Yep. Yep. Teach people to teach people.
0: Because everyone thinks they know everything until they meet somebody who's just slightly one notch better.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And then I learned from going into schools, right? Because I had created all these educational campaigns for all these companies as as advertising campaigns or as graphic design pieces. Mm -hmm. But I realized there was something different that was happening. So that's when I developed the educational program, took it into schools to teach kids about how we can teach ourselves about healthy choices and healthy choices, meaning our mindset. So that's how Jeffrey and I originally got connected with, with your Yes book. And I was, you remember, I said, I'm mm-hmm. doing these activity workbooks and I want to do a yes activity workbook. So we, I ended up developing that yes activity workbook. I probably have it around here somewhere. And then, you know, I did 12 others and went into schools and, and I reached ended, ended up reaching like 50,000 families. I wore myself out
0: uh, talking to That's children. Cool. That's, wearing yourself out is not a bad thing. <laughs> Wearing yourself out is a good thing because what it means is you're fulfilled.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just seeing the change. And so I've been able to see some of those kids that went from first grade and got my workshops to graduating high school and what they did in that amount of time and how, and also interviewing them to find out how did that one workshop in first grade influence your life until now. And the results are amazing. Everyone remembers that workshop.
0: For those of you who are, are watching <laughs> this, rather than listening to this, you're looking at two words on my shirt, wanting to know what the rest of the words are. They are, it's love, love. liberty, cheesesteaks, Philadelphia. Awesome. And I'm a Philly guy, and I wanted to make sure that everyone, you know, sometime during the week, Wednesday is like, it's, it's called hump day, which is the biggest hunk of bullshit on the planet. Um, <laughs> because what does that It means you hate your job, and you can't wait till Friday. Oh, my so God. Yeah. So for me... Wednesday is love day. Okay, and I okay. want to make sure that I pass that on, and and I do the best that I possibly can. But I'm Philly, where love is hard to come by. Okay. Uh, you know, love sometimes find you where people will take your wallet without asking.
1: Oh my god, um, it's, it, it's all on the, the cheesesteaks. <laughs> <Huh? laughs>
0: it's all in well, the cheesesteaks. Steaks. Yeah, it's the national dish of Philadelphia. Yeah, and when you see on a menu it says Philly cheesesteak, don't buy it because it means it tastes like shit. Oh. It, it, <laughs> you when you're in philadelphia they just call it a cheesesteak they don't call it a philly cheesesteak because you're in philly got it got it (laughs) so um that's where we're at with that and um kirsten i'm I'm more than curious about how you can revive your whole yes program and combine it with yoga so that it becomes something where somebody can leave this thing going yes and come back going yes and there's a workbook that's yes yoga
1: Yeah. Oh, and I I love it.
0: I think that's a way you can fly that me personally, the big thing right now since COVID. Yeah. um, You know, a lot of people have their mat and all that, all the other crap that goes with it, but you can have your own mat screen printed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And branded. True.
0: Yes. So I'm just throwing an idea. You can bring it to uh, the Rotary club and the Kiwanis club, and you can have the whole place doing a yoga thing, get them all out of their seats.
1: Yep. Because you can even do yoga in the chair <laughs> if you want
0: to. I'm an Instagram scroller and there's a whole thing on chair exercise. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It's predominantly, I, I think it's geared towards men, older men who don't want yeah. to sweat and everything. So they show you how to work in a chair with your, you know, but it works. And it's the same as yoga.
1: It's the same thing. You can, you yeah. can do it either way, you know? And actually right now I'm teaching a yoga class at, a, at the Grange. I got a space at the Grange. I thought that would be fun. And I have 15 year olds to 80 year olds in my class. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. So you now have the 15 to 80. It's the 65 year yoga gap. Yeah. <laughs> and it works for everybody.
1: And it works for everyone. Yep.
0: That's cool. So I'm going to make sure you get the recording of this. So we have all the details done. Okay. But in the meantime, um, diehards, I want to know, what are you doing when you face adversity? And how do you come back from that adversity with a great attitude? Because that's really the value of this lesson today. Kirsten has overcome, I don't want to be graphic about it, but fucking amazing things in her life. (laughs) And is here to smile about it and laugh about it. And actually seek the opportunity to be able to help other people overcome the same crap. Yeah, Because when you're laying there and you're halfway dead or you're all the way dead, um, it's a whole other experience in life that most people don't have the resources for until finally it's the end. You know, bring your family around because you're going to (laughs) croak or go to hospice because you're going to croak. But I I think that, you know, for me at my advanced age, I think about, okay, what's next? Where am I going to go? I have yeah. all this beautiful stuff I'm surrounded by books and treasures and photos and all all paintings you name it and then what well the answer yeah. is help others understand how you've gotten here and where you're growing or where you're going and I promise they'll circle around you
1: okay yeah cool yep absolutely yep
0: um and Di if you don't have all my books you, luckily for you they're available on Amazon but here this is the big challenge. The big challenge is overcoming Mm -hmm. because everyone has their own pile of shit. Uh, Some have it organized, some have it disorganized, but everyone's got a pile of shit someplace. I just went through my whole home and decluttered it.
1: Okay. That feels good.
0: I had three people helping me. Okay. And it was a major task that took about two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Two weeks, room by room, thing by thing. And we didn't just throw shit in a closet, we actually put it in its place. Uh-huh. So now, yes, there's a pile of stuff that's left over, but way less than what it used to be. Oh and even the pile of crap is organized. Yeah. So now it's a matter <laughs> of taking out a box, emptying it, figuring out where it goes, and then to the yeah. next box. And there's about 20, 25 of those. And I'll have them all done in a month. One wow. a day. That's the goal. One per day. That's cool. And okay. but your job. Uh, Your job, excuse me, if I unplug my machine and there's a new thing now, if you don't give it electricity, eventually it dies. (laughs) Okay, so I'm cool. That's Um, one thing we
1: know for sure, right?
0: (laughs) Your job as a diehard is to make sure that your mind is clear. Mm -hmm. And I found that when I decluttered all of a sudden, like, holy crap, I can sit down and actually write without kicking anything.
1: Yeah, I had been writing some books for the last... 20 years and collecting, you know, all my Yeah. And a couple months ago, when I figured out this AI stuff, I went, oh my gosh, I can have the AI help me edit. (laughs) And I sat down in one weekend and I wrote five books, each book. I put it all together from all my stuff that I had, 50,000 words for each book. I have five books done.
0: Got that diehard quarter of a million words.
1: (laughs) So wow. now I'm in the process of just finishing the designs, doing the flow, and they'll be published. And I practiced by publishing on Amazon with like journals. So this is like an illustration that I did with like a low that's content nice. journal. Yeah. And so that's how I practiced. And
0: okay, then I so I'm realizing- give you the clue. And diehard, if you're writing anything and you're writing a book, there, there are several secrets to doing it. One of the secrets is. What's the layout look like? Is your it... layouts are beautiful. Thank you. Uh, they're done by a guy named Michael Wolf, who is arguably the best in the business. And then the second thing is where are your full-page quotes? And so I I refer to it as gem extraction. Uh huh. You go through your book, you read all the stuff that's in it, and as you come to a gem, a quotable okay. gem, you underline, uh-huh. and that becomes. I'll show you your
1: your highlighted, colorful page
0: quote. Exactly, totally <laughs> a full page quote. And do you know how many of those, Jeffrey?
1: I have. You're gonna hate it, but torn out.
0: Oh my God Hung
1: on my mirror, so I was reminded of it.
0: Show them the value, and they'll give you the sale. <laughs> but I, yeah. this one is uh, in my 21.5 Unbreakable Laws. The best quote I've I've literally ever made is: Your customers want to do business with somebody, not a nobody.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love it.
0: And when you see that and it sinks into you, it becomes a reality that you cannot resist and you cannot unremember. You always remember it, yeah. especially when you Google yourself and it's <laughs> you not that you're a male stripper or something. Okay, no, but, but here's the deal. Kirsten, as you go through your stuff, you as you're reading and editing, you underline that one sentence that goes, oh, this is cool. Underline yeah. that. Make okay. it a full page quote. Circle it, whatever, blow it up on the, you know, when you're in your type. And when you have a designer or you're doing the design yourself, you know, that that goes on a quote and you can repeat it. You don't have to take it out of the paragraph. Okay. It it becomes its own thing. And this is the the secret part. You put your name at the bottom, no matter what. Okay. So that if somebody photocopies the page, they know it's you. Okay. Awesome. somebody tears the page, you look at all the pages you've torn out of my books, they all have my name at the bottom of the quote.
1: Yep. They do. Yeah. And we can photograph it. We could take a picture of it, put it up online and social media. I've done that a ton of times. You might Just be famous for that.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, it's all you. I know. OK, so but here's the deal, Die Hardens. We're going through help for Kirsten that will also help you. And she's a very intelligent person, very dynamic person, has overcome all kinds of stuff. And here's the line. She's never going to say, if I can do it, you can do it. What she's going to say is, if I can do it, that means it can be done. That's the yeah. gentle way of saying, hey, douchebag, wake up. <laughs> if I can do it, it can be done.
1: It can be done. Yeah. Maybe that's the title of the book.
0: Yep. That it could can be, the title. be done. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now, back to the dead. Come on.
1: Back from the oh. dead.
0: Come on. Yeah.
1: Live longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's strong enough. I was originally just going to call that my. The, so I have a book with all the methodologies that's allowed me to come back from, you know, dying. Yeah.
0: I died without and a funeral.
1: I died without a funeral. That would be good. I had thought of calling it just that healthy and fun choices because it has all those philosophies.
0: No, too. Yeah, but you can do it. That's a full page quote. Okay. That's not a book title.
1: Okay. So healthy I mean, fun choices stronger.
0: is not compelling. Yeah. I died without a funeral, compelling. I died
1: without a funeral. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh.
0: So um, that's where we're at at the moment, diehards. Um, I want you to take this lesson to heart. Um, It's about overcoming. It's about having the right attitude. It's about making sure you can transfer your message to others. It's about writing. And it's about living the happiest, fullest life that you possibly can. And And
1: the the more that we actually... I'm going to add, Jeffrey... The more we lead with our heart, like heart-centered, we change that vagus nerve in our brain. Oh, wow. And that allows us to live longer and healthier.
0: (laughs) Diehards, go out and make a sale even if your ass falls off. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to like, share. Yeah, share with both your friends. And subscribe to the podcast. And remember, we have a free 22-day sales challenge. Just go to com slash sales challenge to start you on your way.